Uh, I just believe in the process, and we're, we're going to win going through the process. Now, Bill's Mafia, it's time for the main event. So sit back and enjoy the show. Bill's Mafia, welcome to the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, the UK Bill's podcast, Bill's News with the UK Twist. Robin, Jamie. Mark, myself, Matt here, and we are three days away from proper, proper football and guys, are you excited about this? Very, yeah, absolutely. Can't believe it's can't believe it's around the corner. It feels weird to think that we're a game into the season already. Um, I think because the weather's so good, it doesn't feel like it's we're not. This isn't football season yet, but but here we are, and a great game to kick us off on Monday night. Yeah, good, fairly decent game. Last night we were recording this on a Friday, so we had the Chiefs Lions game from last night, which is which was decent. We get uh, well. Depending on what you're into, I'll be watching Red Zone on Sunday, making making a date first to seventeen or eighteen with Scott Hansen on Sunday. So yeah, can't wait. Final of the US Open as well. Favorite favorite time of the year, sports wise. And you got Ryder Cup as well at the end of end of the month as well. Yeah, yeah. If only, yeah. If only golf were a real sport. Uh, I think. I think. <laughs> I mean. I mean, having. I think I might got laugh at Nick Wright. That's the one thing I want to put on here, Nick Wright. It's what he's, he's what he wants. He wants oh, you to don't, shoot him. Don't give him time. It's he wants you to get mad. That's that's his whole thing. Like he's that's yeah. his shtick. He's he's a without wonder. without Bill's like, mafia, he's irrelevant. So don't yeah. give him any airtime. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. I, he, I, he knows I'm not. He's he he getting mad. He just he just made me laugh. Guys are moron. He doesn't believe. He doesn't believe fifty. He doesn't believe seventy-five percent of the stuff that he says. All he's doing is saying it for for the clout. Yeah, and interaction on social media. It's all. Yeah, it's the, it's the engagement. It's the rage clicks. It's it's the yeah. can you believe what Nick Wright said? Bill's Matthew, you stand in for this sort of thing. It's yeah. all. It's pathetic. It makes it makes him relevant. Yes, and we're gonna do. We're going to do our best Nick Wright impressions by actually doing our season predictions in a... Uh, yeah. In a yes, bit. please. Uh, but before that, obviously, we had the 53-man roster. Yeah. Any surprises on that? I mean, when me and Robin did it, we were almost spot on on the job on most of it. Yes. A couple that, that didn't uh, didn't go away, like KJ Klein and Matikiewicz, still Matikiewicz there, Klein. And not there's a couple of players that didn't go to pup or or injured reserve that I that I expected to. I should yeah. and um Von Miller and all that. Well no, he went to pup, didn't he? Yeah. But that, any, that one was it was it wasn't really surprises? I mean for Klein and, and Matikavich, they knew that they couldn't be uh, wavered, wasn't it? So they they could release them, knowing that that it was easier for them to bring back guys they didn't want to lose to waver. They named them to the fifty three. So it was a it was a canny bit of canny bit of business. Um, same for Isabella. Mm. Yeah, I was I, 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 I back to trade, um, and only in so much that. There's a chance that we end up worse off trading him because we because we effectively swap picks, um, swap mm-hmm. picks for next season. It feels like they've done that so that on, so that he couldn't end up at a rival if if they released him, because in theory mm-hmm. we could be worse off than just releasing him by trading him. Um, but I think that they had more control over where he went um, by trading him so that it wasn't going to an AF an AFC rival just in case he turns out to be brilliant. Um, which I can sort of understand. Um, a bit surprised they trade him over someone like AJ Epinesta, um, who I don't think yeah. has has like pulled up many trees himself. But fair enough. Um, and yeah, other than that, that's kind of what sort of what you expected. AJ Klein not being in the fifty-three was a surprise, given our relative lack of depth at mm. middle linebacker. Um, as I said in the the last time I was on, I still think that's a massive weakness of ours, and you know, and so it is. I'm interested to see what um, the guy whose name totally escapes me, Robin the one who we've brought in on um, oh, Kirksey. Christian Kirksey, yes. Christian yeah. Kirksey. Um, oh, yeah. 
I don't think it'll be long before he's in the 53. Mm. And uh, because he's someone that the Bills have gone for previously. And um, he's he's been released. Yeah, I I personally don't think it's long. I don't think Terrell Bernard or Tyrell Dodson are the answer at middle linebacker. I think Dorian Williams has looked okay, but he's clearly slated for more of a, a, a wide linebacker berth. Um, Christian Kirksey, I think, is a really interesting name. I, I, I'm interested to see how long it takes him to be in the 53. I think I, th- I think he's going to be he's going to be called up. You know, you know, at first game he will be he will be called up to that um, to that roster. I think he's got like yeah. I think each practice squad guy has like three or three call ups. Is it before they? Or they have to make yes. a decision whether to have them permanently or keep them on. Yeah, you only allow on three jiggery blokery. Yeah, you only allow to sort of shuffle the pack three times, aren't you? So uh, in season. Yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised. They'll give Terrell Bernard a, a, a clean run at it. But yeah. yeah, they know they've got him in the back pocket if uh, if it doesn't work yeah. out. So they're, they're kind of covered. Yeah. But I mean, it's, but other, other than that, kind of what, what, what we expected, I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Pleased to see. Um, pleased to see that it's looking like um, we're going to get um, instead of them being conservative that they always are. It looks like we're going to see Osiris Torrance at right guard starting. Yeah, now. Um, yeah, which is which is excellent. Very exciting. Very pleased to see that. Um, I'm bit, still a bit surprised that Kyrie Elam appears to be the fifth choice yeah. corner at the moment um a mm. lot of debate as to whether he will even be active on monday um christian benford has by all accounts like balled out a lot during pre-season and has earned the starting spot but to see kyrie elam still behind you know the likes of taron johnson and dane jackson um yeah you wonder what's going on there yeah i'm gonna be two seconds i got plug the child phone and laptop in yeah, I mean, there's, there's a couple of ways you can look at it. You can you can kind of say, um, bravo to Brandon Bean for finding a guy in the sixth round. I love sixth round, seventh round guys who make it onto rosters and make it into starting spots. So all, all, all credit to the kid for, for making it in. It's not over for Kyrie Elam yet. He's still going into year two. He could have a recovery. Injuries happen. He could find his way on the team. Yeah. Second half of the season, he might, you know, he might he might show what, he, what he's made of. But, um, yeah. It's. Uh, I remember we need to give Matt all the credit. Of course, Matt was pulling for Kyrie Elam, you know, from from before the season. So this is this is, in part, Matt. This is your this is your pick that's gone wrong. Uh, you know, we should have we should have listened to you. We all know that neither of us would have picked him as our, We all expressed reservations. We had we concerns from the beginning. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. 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 I don't want to say yeah. I was right and you were wrong, Matt. I don't want to say that. It's, it's, it's no. not what it's. Not what it's we'll, we'll 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 be the bigger men. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh yeah. So so so, so when he actually we'll has say, a very we'll good scene, we're then going to say, yeah, I was wrong. You yeah. were right. I don't, know yeah. what, I don't know what you mean. I see this I don't coming. Know, don't know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. We, <laughs> we, we, me, and Robin, me and Robin, you're right. Historical revisionism at its worst. It's it's yeah, just it's it's poor. Frankly, Matt, I expected that from you. Yeah. I knew from January, you knew. <laughs> That's all right. It's still got a whole I, I, I do think it, I, I do think it calls into question. Um, you have to look at the the last three of of like after kind of the even the Allen draft, mm. the picks that we've had in the first and second round. It's it's not it's not great reading. Is it when when you look mm. at the the people that they've that they've been? Um, Ed Oliver, we got Ed Oliver in twenty nineteen. We, we mean, didn't have one in twenty twenty because that was that was Diggs. Yeah. Um, twenty twenty one. That was when we that was Spencer Brown, wasn't it? Spencer Brown. Well, Spencer Brown was third round, I think. Oh, sorry. Twenty twenty one. Rousseau. Rousseau, of course. So Greg Rousseau, He's he's the standout, and it's yeah. not as though and it's not as though he's you know all pro. But he's the he's mm. the best player that we've had. Other than that, like second round, we're looking at Boogie Basham, AJ Epinesa. Yeah. Um, it's it's names of this ilk that some are traded 
half not even on the team anymore, or like fourth and fifth on in depth charts. Yeah. It's like the first two rounds that we're picking in drafts, not great. I think I think you look at it, you look at it the way that it seems like round two, Bean can't pick for shit talent wise and all that. But as he gets later, as he gets lower down into rounds five, six, and seven, he picks up some he picks up some some good players. Yeah, it's like he has a bad day two and a pretty good day three, isn't it? It's um, yeah. Maybe it's more maybe it's more of a lottery than we let on. I'm sure really? it is, but as <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. It's just I think it's like it's something for us to as a fan base that's entitled to be able to question why. Um, oh yeah. Since like why since 2018, first two rounds that we're picking, it's so consistently poor. Hmm. Mm. Tell you what. Let's see. So I've got the I've got the list up now. I mean, you're looking at we're saying seventeen eight percent two thousand eighteen, which was his beans technically beans first proper draft. I mean, obviously you've got Taron Johnson in the fourth round, Harrison Phillips. Yeah, you could class him as a success, even though he's not on the team. But that's due to contract and and all that. You've got what you pick up Tyler Bass, sixth yeah. round. Yeah, good, decent. Um, yeah, cool that. yeah. And then I don't, I don't know if you want to call Hamlin a success or not. Not yet. yet. It's, it's not. Yes, it's not. It's not the first. It's yeah, not quite. We will probably find out in a year. Benford and Shakir last year. Benford, well, Benford started, um, which I think you have to like a sixth round pick that ends up starting. I think you've got to say that's pretty, that's a that's a decent success. But it's great that we can we've rolled the dice, we've won the lottery on a couple of late round picks. But I would yeah, rather no, I'd rather not be hitting that and get yeah. picking players that are, you know, I'd love to know the players that we've passed on after the two that we haven't that, that we've drafted when we're picking up players like Epinesa and Boogie Basham and those guys who have we not drafted afterwards um that have turned out to be really really solid starters I bet there's countless um mm. so yeah it's um a, a concern why do, do you pick Epinesa we just uh, Epinesa, I want to so say third got... round but um no second round 54 after him in the second in the second round, after him, you had um, where's he gone? I've lost him now. You had J.K. Dobbins, Van Jefferson, um, Josh Uche, A.J. Dillon, uh, Jeremy Chin. That's before. That's all before that. And then obviously you've got guys before Zach Moss. Um, Zach Moss, yeah, back. there you go. There's another one. Yeah, uh, another example. <laughs> Let's have a look at the Doogie Basham one. Between new after that, because that one is the one that I think let people are kind of annoyed. But I mean, it could have been either AJ or or Boogie. But let's have a look. Boogie was 50, 50 Where is he? Boogie, sixty-one. Josh Myers, Creed Humphrey. Creed Humphrey, Andre, Creed Humphrey, all pros, offensive he's, lineman. He's been all right. Yeah, 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 and yeah. Alan McNeil in a, in a position that um, we're desperate for some for help as well. I know, I know that our yeah. our emphasis going into that draft was all about pass rush, wasn't it? That was after the mm. the, the Chiefs um, playoff game where we couldn't get at the quarterback. And so we went all out. Let's go for pass rushes. But if the talent's not there, don't reach. Don't just pick anyone. I kind of mm. feel like that's what we've ended up doing with Kyrie with Kyrie Elam now. They, it's quite clear that they wanted Trent McDuffie. Um, the Chiefs took him, traded up to take him just before we were going to draft, and we've panicked and gone, "Shit, we need a Who's corner. That? Who's yeah. next? Oh, it's Kyrie Elam. Brilliant. Yeah. Let's draft him." Where it's clear he doesn't fit the system, he's, he's not the type of corner that they wanted for the type of defense they're trying to play. Um, and instead of it being take the best player available or draft back, they've just gone. Oh, we need a corner. Panic! Oh, let's get him. And 
it, it it don't work like that. You've got to, you've got to have people mm. who are going to fit fit the way you want to play. And if it's not there, get out of the get out of the position. Yeah. So, there we go. So anyway, so before we go on, go on. <laughs> well, maybe they exactly. learned that lesson from Watson Kincaid and jumped above the Cowboys to get him. Yeah, quite right. And that's what that's what we should have been doing in previous drafts, right? Yeah. It's like King, mm. Kincaid is one that I get the impression that he is going to be a success. Yeah. Um, there's there's just something about him that means that you can tell for me. And if he he's ended up in, you know, he's he's struck the lottery with who his quarterback is going to be. Um, he's ended up in a in a perfect situation, and so much about draft success, I think, comes down to situation where you where you get drafted. I'm convinced that there are players that would be amazing had they been drafted elsewhere. Um, mm. And yeah, you like I mean, you look at you look at someone the likes of Josh Rosen. Had the Bills picked him up instead of Josh Allen, like all the fans wanted, would Josh Rosen be a brilliant starting quarterback for the Buffalo Bills now? And rather than where he went and like never got given a chance in a situation that hasn't worked out for him, and he's I don't even think he's in the league anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's all down to potluck, I think, both ways. But we we do seem to be having a bit of history with um with drafting the wrong ones. Hopefully, yeah. Dalton. Hopefully, Dalton is the uh, the exception to the rule. Osiris will be the um will be an exception as well because that's a second round and. We haven't yeah, with second, but he's been named the starter and he's actually shown that he's actually been one of the better offensive linemen during the um during preseason. So it could be a case that we, I wouldn't say we, we've got a curse from the second round, but we could actually have a decent second round second rounder in, in Torrance. Well yeah. let's see. He's gonna let's find see. out Monday, he's gonna find out Monday night, isn't he? <laughs> Oh, he's because yeah, he's, he, he's going to have a hell of a job on his hands, man. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, let's see if he gets on against that D line of the Jets because uh, they're all right. Yeah. So uh, let's 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 go into this, let's do our our schedule prediction now. Um, yeah. We won't we won't go into depth on it because we could probably be here for hours talking about this. A lot of variables. Um, when we get to week three, four, and five, isn't there? Could do half. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's a bit. I'm going to do. I'm going to. We'll do them in blocks of four. I'm gonna write I'm gonna write these down so we can come back to these at the end of the year and see. So if we do we'll do them in blocks of four then. So you've got Jets, Monday night, Raiders, Commanders and Dolphins. Yeah. What are your views on that? And what, what records do you see? Uh I think uh, yes, I don't want to give away what happens in week week five. I think we win the first four. Okay. Is what I think. I think I, I'll, I'll I'll do my spoiler now. I think I've just got a bad feeling we lose in London to the Jags. I think the Jags Fair will enough. be a two, and two, two and two team. They'll win it. They'll win their first one in London. They'll be settled. They'll hit us hard, and we'll be a bit not jet or anything like that. But I just have, I just have a feeling they'll catch us on a on a on a bad day. But I think I think we I think we beat the Jets Monday. Uh, I think they they they'll get good. You don't read it too much into it. The Jets will be good this year, uh, and even if we lose, I think the Bills will still be good. I think we beat the Jets. I think we beat Raiders, Washington. I think we get one over Miami Week Four, and then we just relax a little bit and lose to the Jags. Mark, so I'm saying three and one, mm-hmm. um, okay. and. The reason I'm saying that is last season we started away at the Rams, I think. Yeah. And um, yeah. And, our, and I predicted that we would lose to the Rams and we battered them. So yes. I'm going in with the same attitude and I'm saying mm-hmm. we're going to lo- lose away week one at the Jets nice. with the understanding that that means that we'll win. Got it. Um, <laughs> yeah, Monte Carlo, the Monte Carlo fallacy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I think that for us to be anywhere near where we we think we want to be and as i think i've i've made fairly clear i have some serious reservations about the team this year um more so than i've had in the last couple of years but if we're anywhere near where the national media still seems to think we are and a lot of the the power rankings seem to think we are we absolutely have to be able to beat the raiders and the commanders um 
in weeks two and three and we need to win at home to the dolphins so that we can make sure we've got a good enough record in the afc east in order to maintain pace with those two other sides in it um yeah however i can't i think the the attention the momentum the coverage and everything that goes with the jets at the moment i suspect they're coming into the season um first game at home to the bills this is a motivation for them unlike anything that that team has had in decades um they believe Mm. that they are a realistic super bowl contender and I think, I mean, as, as amazing as it would be for us to go in and, and yeah, sure. squish that dream as quickly as we possibly can with a, a really, really dominant performance, I don't think we match up well with the Jets. Um, a lot of their strengths are directly the antithesis of our weaknesses. Um, and I think they prove too much for us just on this wave of emotion and hype that they're, that they're running. I think that that will eventually for the jets dissipate somewhat i i actually think that the dolphins will end up having the better season than new york but i still think they beat a sweet one okay i i've i've been toyed i'm 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 torn between both your predictions you think we'll win half of them yeah. Yes, you'll be three and I'm a half. Going, three and a half. <laughs> yeah. I'm three going. Could have a tie against the Dolphins or something. I'm going three and one. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Could do. That could happen. But I'll go three and one, but I'm doing the opposite. I'm saying we win the first three. We lose to the Dolphins. Okay. okay. I know it's I know it's it's October, it's gonna be in, in Buffalo. But I just the way they've kept us close the last couple of times, they are sneaky good and they've still got they've got a good a decent enough um receiving core. But I'm just worried about that linebackers the linebackers in there when you've got to try and stop the run, you've got you've got their slot guys trying to come in and cover because you're gonna to have to get Matt Milano to cover everyone in the slot. Yes, he can do it, but I just think there's more motivation there for the for the Dolphins to actually try and get one over on us because they they are the well they're one of I think more the favourites than the Jets to actually overthrow us in the um, in the East I and they want to make that statement. I think a lot's so, going a lot's going to come down to the 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 games within the AFC East, isn't it? The Patriots. Well, I, I think we're probably all agreed the Patriots are probably the fourth best team without being all that bad but will almost certainly be before it depends how many wins they can get off um yeah. jets dolphins and bills as well i think it, dep- it, it depends there i like the fact that we're playing the dolphins at home and i like the fact that we're yes. playing the jets on, on opening night and I, I just think those two things will go i just I, i'm not convinced the jets will be completely settled and completely I think week week one is, is especially the way the preseason works these days. I think week one is still a little bit you're a little bit unsettled, and there'll be, mm. there'll be a few drops, and there'll be a couple of turnovers, and there'll be a couple of silly plays that they'll clean up as they go go on. On probably on both sides, um, and you think about the Chiefs Lions game. There's a lot of silly drops, pick sticks. There's a few silly plays that you're not going to see again. And it was a it, slightly crazy result. It, it feels like in in week one in years gone by, it's defences have looked a little bit more on top because the mm. offences haven't quite found their rhythm yet. And as we saw from last season, if our offence doesn't find its rhythm, we're awful. Um, yeah. And so it's a, I'm a bit like, um, yeah, we'll see. Because if it comes down to their defence versus our defence, yeah. Mm. I, I would take our offence over their offence, though. Oh, for yes, being, I would. For, for being more settled and being more more ready to go than a, than a, than a quarterback abs- pushing forty as good as they, good as they he absolutely is. should be. Yeah, I totally yeah. agree with you. They absolutely should. But I mean, if the offense goes out, the played like when the starters played against Pittsburgh in preseason, um, mm-hmm. I think we'll get slaughtered. Plus, I still have so many questions over that 
offensive line versus probably what's the NFL's top two or three front sevens in the league. Mm. Um, Josh Allen might be running for his life early and often. Mm. So, so we know Robin's gone for the loss in week five against the Jaguars. So obviously, yeah. the next four after Jaguars got Giants, Patriots, and Bucks. Yeah. Robin, what are you going for those for that? Obviously, the other three games. Yeah. So we lo- we lose to the Jags. I think Von Miller comes back for the Giants uh, against the Giants. That'll be a shock. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna say what I think. I think we win those three. I think we beat New England. I think we beat the Giants. We beat New England, and we're home to Tampa. So I think that I think it, I think it all starts to get get tricky in the second half of the season. But I, I I'm gonna have us at seven and one, mainly because of just minus okay. <laughs> I just, I just hate thinking that we'll lose. Although I was right about losing to the Jets last year, so I'm, I'm hanging on to that. Um, <laughs> I think that's about the only prediction I ever get right. But yeah, I, I have us I have us lose to the Jags. We bounce back against the Giants, knock off the Patriots, and we went at home against Tampa Bay. Okay, Mark. Um, I, I think we're four zero in those games. Um, I think that we will have too much for the Jags, who I think. Of being a little bit overhyped this season after like one relatively decent um season last year I, i'm saying that they are a, a frisky team but not a consistent team uh, and the giants i think are going to be a massive regression team this year yeah um so i think we beat them patriots i think of three or four wins max this season um and i don't really them, right yeah, okay I, I don't think any of them will come in the AFC East games, certainly not um, against us. We've had their number for the last couple of years now, um, and I don't expect that to change. And I think the Buccaneers, whilst they still have quite an exciting roster, in names at least, I think a lot of them are veteran players now, probably in their last year, and they've got Baker Mayfield throwing them the ball. Mm-hmm. If we And if we can't beat a team that's led by Baker Mayfield... At home, we don't deserve to be heading to the playoffs at all. So I'm saying four zero in those games. So after come Thursday night football on October the twenty sixth, I'm saying we're seven and one. I'm going. I'm going seven and one. Seven and one as well. I think. I think we. The, the week five is our. I keep. I've said it so many times on different shows and all that. It's our revenge game. I put. I put week five as our revenge game. For the for the but, nine six, yeah. Or, well, or no, the previous no, Wembley game, or the, the previous or, Wembley game, or yeah. the, oh, the previous Wembley game. Okay. The ridiculous, uh, the ridiculous pass interference with oh. no time left. It's still, still annoyed. annoyed. Yeah. Still annoyed. Yeah. About that. Because that was, was that was a game where I mean we had no business being in it, but the comeback was brilliant, especially yeah. considering that we it was EJ Manuel. It was. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, we we should have we should have won that game. Yeah. Didn't. Still fucks me. I can't. <laughs> I can't see us. If there is going to be, if there is going to be a slip up in there, it is potentially going to be between the buck, the Bucks and the Jags game. But I just don't. I can't see that actually happening. I think, yeah, you've got the, the Bucks have got a good wide receiver core with um, Godwin, Evans, and Scotty Miller when they use him. And that tight end that name alludes me. They still have a stingy-ish defense, but the Jaguars. I mean, under Doug Peterson, who's won the Super Bowl with the Eagles, they have been getting better year after year with him yeah. on board. And I think if those are the two teams that, if we did lose one game in that stretch, every one of those two. But I see us doing a clean sweep on that one. Yeah, so I think I think, I think that's quite exciting. We're we're still, I think all three of us are seven and one after eight games, aren't we? We're just arguing about which is the one. Yeah, hmm. I think the I think the Jags are in so, an exciting roster that I'm quite excited to see. People like Kamika, I think, is a really interesting addition for them at wide receiver. Now he's back from his ludicrous 
gambling ban when you consider the types of right. bans that the NFL hand out for other things that aren't betting on a different sport. Um, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll see how they of offensive line. That might be something of an Achilles heel for, from them, but I think that they're, they've got strength. I think we've got too much one. Yeah. So, so we go then to the next batch, Bengals, Broncos, Jets, Eagles. Mark yeah. Robin, what are you saying? So I think this is where it starts to get a bit tricky because I can't see us being the Bengals. I think maybe we can get the Bengals in the playoffs later. I just I have nothing makes me feel very good about in the way that I think we're playing the Jets and the Dolphins at the right time. I think we're probably playing the Bengals at the wrong time because we're playing them in Cincinnati. They'll have found their feet by then. Burrow will have, have shaken off his whatever like scurvy or whatever he's picked up now. Um, I think Dodger Shaw has all that money. That shot, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, what's uh, uh, the bronchitis from all the cigars he keeps smoking? Um, yeah, it's. Um, I think we. I think they beat us. I think they they were a bit too good, e- even allowing for exhaustion and and that kind of thing. They they really had our number in in the playoffs. And I think we can get them later. But I, I just think that one I can't I can't sign off on. Uh, I think we beat Denver. Got Denver at home. Um, yeah. I, don't, I don't. I'm not seeing Denver. Looks like Sean Payne and looks looks like a slightly longer term project to try and turn that thing around. Uh, I don't think I think they're going to be a five six win team. So we, we should absolutely beat them. Jets return game. I I I, I think the Jets will want to get us back. Um, I know that's again that's I know that's a fallacious way of thinking but i just think they get us in in, in this one um i think they'll have found their fate i think rogers will want to make a point and the only and the one i'm really not sure on is the eagles because we're going into the bye i don't know how they're going to be i know some people are really high on the eagles but they've lost like two three players and that's it just it can really unbalance the team and suddenly absolutely you know razor sharp offense and razor sharp d lines can just suddenly go you take a couple mm-hmm. of players out and they're just not the same so i'm going to be brave and i'm going to say we go two and two so we beat the eagles we beat the broncos but we lose to the bengals and and um, jets so that makes us nine and three yeah mark yeah, I'd be the same two and two. Um, nothing about this Bengals team. If if Burrow's healthy, um, mm. says to me that we got that we've got an easy win there or a win there at all. Um, I think they've got the the kind of a bit of a hex over us at the moment that we need to try and figure out how to stop. I don't think we will do away um, in in week nine. Broncos, I think we win comfortably. Jets, I think we win comfortably. Um, I'm saying that Aaron Rodgers is injured by week 11. Um, oh, yeah. And then, so he's like, or something's gone wrong with him. So we might be against Zach Wilson. That's my prediction. Um, okay. We, we, we so you think, think Rodgers is, is, is basically done? You think he's got half a season in him? And then he's. I, 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 don't, I think that there is, there's too much evidence now of him being relatively injury prone in games mm-hmm. and carrying on. But to a point where he's he's not functioning on all cylinders, Dude's forty. Yeah. Um, he's like we're talking two and a half months now into an NFL season, <clears throat> where he's going to take a good couple of licks. Um, we'll see. I'm saying he's injured, or, or at least yeah. No, I'm saying it. I'm calling it. I'm saying if he's, exactly, if, if he's injured, I would Zach probably Will. change my pick. My mine was based on Rogers playing. I think we'd yeah. all probably pick a Bills win. I'm, I'm saying we're saying I'm saying we beat the Zach Wilson-led Jets <laughs> at home, um, and I, I disagree with you slightly on the Eagles. Um, I think they are every bit as good as they were last season. They have lost a couple, but they've also notably kept a lot of names you look at the secondary that was the best in the nfl last year they've kept all those guys when a lot of other gms wouldn't have wouldn't have managed it they found a way to do it um their running back room looks incredibly talented and they've spent less money on it than the jets have just spent on dalvin cook um i think that they yes they may have lost a couple of players 
but that's that means they're only two deep in every position rather than three or four deep in some positions. Um, yeah. I, I, I think it, in what is a relatively weak NFC, well, not relatively weak, it's a fucking weak NFC. Um, so I, I think, yes, yeah, I think there's maybe two or three teams max that are that are any good, and the Eagles are definitely one of those. Um, going to their place end of November, um, it's a yeah, I think that's a that's a tough place to go, so I'm saying that that's a that's a, an L, unfortunately. Mm. I've got I've got Bengals and Eagles, um, lost as well, and I think the Eagles one's going to be the test on how this offensive line's actually um actually has got gelled and got together during the first um the first few weeks because you've got a defensive line and a defense of, of the Eagles which have made up almost like half of that defense is made up of Georgia players. And the last few years they've had very stingy defenses georgia and you're bringing those guys into the nfl when they know each other they've played with each other i think i think that defense is really going to be testing for um at least for our offensive line so i i can see an easy wins in the middle but it's book, bookmarked by um by two losses to be honest yeah so it's so still all nine and three though nine and three going into yeah, yeah. and okay. you'd, you'd, be, you'd be happy with that i think with our schedule yeah, yeah. I think with our with our schedule, I'd be you'd be pretty tough, pretty tough in nine and three. Yeah, me too. And then, and then, obviously and then we've, and then we've got uh, they've got three really easy games after the bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of walkovers. Yeah, yeah. Cowboys, Chargers, uh, and Chiefs. Chiefs and, uh, oh, sorry, yeah, yeah Mr. Chiefs. Sorry, Chiefs, Cowboys, we, Chargers, and then two divisionals to round it off. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, what, what's your what's your saying on that then, Robin? Um, I think, again, I, I just think we beat the Chiefs twice in preseason. I think I, I think they edge it uh, are ahead. I, I have a funny feeling as well that I just think that the Bills are going to try and play a sort of long game. They don't want to sort of, they want to get good at the right time. And I don't think they want to sort of almost beat the Chiefs earlier in the season only to lose lose to them later on so not that they would allow a, a team to win but I, I just think i think the chiefs will will get past them at this point they may be more perhaps more in need of a win i think they, i think they go past the cowboys i think there's, so, there's something where the cowboys are set up that i think josh allen just plays really well I, I still remember the thanksgiving game i still remember i think i think cowboys looks good the Chargers, i I don't know because at this point we're in week 16 but week 16 last year they had like three of the five offensive lines were out uh, linemen were out they had absolutely wrecked with injuries if the charges are healthy then I think I think they probably get us um if they're not then I think we win so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say we beat the Chargers so we beat the Cowboys and Chargers that puts us 11 and four. I think we beat the Patriots, twelve yeah. and four. Yeah, and I think Miami get us in the last in the last game because I think we're we'll either have the seeding at that point. I think twelve and four, you're in, and I think Miami may need a may need a win to get in, and we'll just be, you know, on, rest uh, the starters. Rest the start. I think it'll be that that sort of Miami want the win. All right, you can have the win. Okay, Mark, what have you got? Um, yeah, I think the Chiefs lose to the Chiefs. Um, Cowboys, I agree with Robin. I think we just we they're they're a funny team. Um, should be when I'm in the last um, the last bit when I mentioned that the two or three best teams in the NFC, they're definitely one of them. But something about. Dallas just somehow always seems that they find a way to yeah. lose, lose this type of game. Um, as you rightly mentioned, Josh seems to love playing against Dallas. We're at home. Um, I think that it's, I think that's a big one. And I think we come out on top. I think for the same reason, we'll beat the Chargers for the Christmas game. Mm-hmm. Um, just big occasion. I don't think home field advantage for the Chargers is is really much of a thing in LA. 
Um, yeah. it's, not, it's not like they're, you know, they have a massive fan base there that they can call upon. It's just like they're playing in a nice stadium. Might be nice for Josh to get out of Buffalo at Christmas and play a game in in um, in Los Angeles. Probably yeah, ha- probably helps him a little bit to to play like the type of football he wants to play. Um, and spend Christmas Paley. Exactly. Christmas yes. Yeah. He'll nice. be chuffed to bits being out there, won't he? Only his presence, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's nice. Um, so I think we'll beat the Chargers and I think we'll beat the Patriots. So I'm saying, despite what looks on paper to be a really, really tough three games, um, I'm saying three and one. So we are still, whatever that is. Yes, the Dolphins at the end. And they got the Dolphins. Uh, uh, sorry, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, fuck it. We'll beat the Dolphins too. All right. 13 and four. 13 and four. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I'm... Love it. I'm offering something different. I think we'll beat the Chiefs. Okay, three in a row then. I think we will... Three years in a row. Fucking arrowhead every time. Yeah, we seem to have the better of them during the um, the playoffs. And it all determines on how well if if Kelsey is out this season. I doubt he'll be out for the... I doubt he'll be out for the... Out he probably season. won't I be. I mean, I would uh, never wish an injury on a, on any other player because God knows we've had enough of them ourselves. But that changes everything if if Kelsey's out. I think but, I yeah. think there's a chance he might go on to IR, but it'll be designated yeah. return. And if anything, yeah. we'll just have a Travis Kelsey who'll be fresh come yeah. the end of the season. Um, so if they can, if they can, if that does happen, he's out for say the first half of the season. If they can navigate it, which I think they'll be able to. Um, Without the without him as a weapon, um, I think they'll be fine. Because I think I think you saw you, people see what happened with the Chiefs yesterday or Thursday when on the first game they weren't they weren't an, a slick offense. And they don't have the third down looks a whole lot different for the Chiefs on it, yeah. Kelsey, it was, what what the second what the secondary can do against the Chiefs when Kelsey isn't there is so different. You're not having to drop yeah. linebackers into coverage. You're not having to bring people up to guard him. So there's not the threat behind. It's a totally totally different beast that you're that you're defending against when Kelsey's not in the mix. It's what I'm hoping we will get with Dalton Kincaid. Is going to be that basically that style of presence that suddenly makes defending against us incredibly difficult. Mm. Um, with Kelsey, you've got it. With the guys that they've got coming in as their backups, they don't. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a completely different animal. And I've got them. I've got them pretty much winning out. In this after that, I've got them winning out. Yeah. So I've got them at fourteen three. Good luck. All oh, right. You see, I'm normally I've, the optimist. I, I've actually gone for the most pessimistic uh, <laughs> yeah. season, 12, 12 and 5. But no, I think I think there's there's enough on there. I mean, at the end, I can see us. I can see the race to number one seed going down to that Dolphins game. If if we had sewn up, if we sewn up the number one seed, it could um, be. I, I, mean, would, I would say I, it would be a loss, but I, I think. Accept every- Everything Mark says about the Jags, but I think the Jags are playing in a pretty poor AFC South, and I think they could easily have six wins without too, without breaking too much of a sweat. You win another three or four games at home at least. Yeah, you only need three more for the number one seed. So I think that it might not come down. To, but what the Jags could be is like the Titans of a couple of years ago or the Ravens of a couple of years ago. They mm. get the number one seed, but then they get beat in the divisional round. So I'm not necessarily I'm... picking Jags to go far, but yeah. they might. Stack enough wins to get to the to the number one, if you know what I mean. And I'm focusing on the Bengals on next. Obviously, they could. I, I don't think the Bengals will. Though I think the Bengals are in are in such a tough division, like the AFC East, that the Ravens might nick one off them. Steelers might might nick one off them. Browns might even if they can get their act together. So I think that I think the AFC North yeah. could easily be ten eleven type. I just I just don't see. I don't see the number one seed being locked up by the by the final week, so that's why yeah. I've gone. That's why I've gone for a win for the Dolphins game. Put myself at fourteen and three, because I think fourteen. I think fourteen wins this this season. I think fourteen wins based on how strong the AFC is at the moment. 
14 wins is getting you the number one seed. Yes, agreed. I don't, I don't, agreed. I don't think. Well, I think it might even be 12 or 13 is 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 more than enough um, to yeah. get you that because there's there's going to be games where teams are nicking wins off other teams in their division um, that you wouldn't normally expect. It's they're not going to be like you know you look in the NFC and there's a really strong argument that you you think that the Saints as relatively as weak as they are could quite easily push for the number one seed in the NFC, despite the fact that I don't think that good based on strength of schedule, because they're mm, playing yeah. they're playing their division and they're playing the um, Jags division as their regular season like main matchups. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you, you could win all your division two games, that's six wins easily. And you're playing the, the the Jags division, other than the Jags, they're all rubbish. That could quite easily be like nine, ten wins right there. And then you've just got to pick another couple up, and before you know it, you're yeah. you're twelve, yeah. thirteen wins. Um, yeah, couple of hard, couple <laughs> on the road. Yeah, yeah that's how that's how it. Yeah, that's it. So we've got Robin at twelve and five, Mark at thirteen and four, me at fourteen and three. We'll have this. We'll have this bookmarked. So we'll come back. Yes, to it please. In after week seventeen, or week eighteen, and actually, um, well, we can do it after season. each after each quarter, can't we? We can do it after week four because we we'll say, well, we, we all predicted three and one. Which where was the one? Yeah, I oh, know. So, I predicted four. No, we released the Jags. Yeah. So speaking of that, let's let's go to that first week. It's um, week one. It's away in New Jersey against the New Jersey Giants. Jets. I was going to say Giants there. Um, I mean, what what about this game? Are we looking for, are we looking to see strength, weaknesses, or anything like that. How how can we see this? What what are we hoping to see from this game? Uh, Dom Kincaid makes a few new catches. Spencer Brown stands up and stays stood up and facing forward. Um, <laughs> I I think a sort of settled as much as you can that they can they can hold out again against the d-line they can pick up pick up enough and a slightly a slightly more aggressive menacing pass rush and, and d-line let's see what mcdermott's like as a as a dc calling the calling the plays can can russo be that be that nasty pass rusher because he keeps keeps getting all this great press he keeps having everyone mm. in the locker room keep saying yeah he's gonna he's gonna get this mega deal when he's you know when it's when it's contract time and that kind of thing, well, we kind of need to see it now. Yeah, I think I think I think for me, it's it's going to be the um, it's going to be the Jets O line against our D line, or mm-hmm. our D our O line against their D line. I think I think the trenches. Yeah, the trenches. That's where yeah. the, I think the difference is going to be in this game, win or lose. That's where the difference is because. Both teams have strong defense, um, defensive lines. Obviously, we got we got rotation. We've got guys that come in. We we like that quite a lot, and we've actually started to get a little bit more sturdier against the run on that. But then you've got the the, the Jets O line that's not as good as people saying it was. Obviously, Mikhail Beckton, he's been a bit hit and miss, more miss than hit. Vera Tucker hasn't been at his best. As well, she dipped quite a bit, and then I can't remember who the other guys are. Conor McGovern, the centre, he's all right, but that that line. You talk about having how Bills having a a, a poorish, if you want to call it that word, O line. The Jets are in a similar sort of position, yeah. in my opinion. So yeah. I could I could potentially see it being winning one in the trenches. And if we can, if we can at least hold out, and let's say Torrance has come in in preseason, held his own. Actually, I don't think he's allowed a snap. He hasn't allowed a sack. I don't think in in preseason. Okay, they're playing against second or thirds most of the time. But if he can hold out, and we can get a little bit more protection on Josh, even with pass interference, Gardner, <laughs> handsy. Yeah. Gardner. Um, Gardner, it's going to be it's, uh, genuinely though. What's going to be quite interesting is to see whether the kind of the coverage that that's had this off season, mm. if that plays into like the hands of the other teams as to whether the refs are going to be so on it um, mm. that actually because I mean I have yet to see him 
win win a contested battle without holding. He does yeah. it every single he does it every single play, and it's never cool. Um, but there's been such a fury about it that the, where any time mm. you start to talk about it, it's like, oh yeah, brilliant. Let's uh, let's talk about Source Gardener. Let's see if you can can you manage to not hold on this play. So you wonder if they're going to start picking up on it. You look at the kind of the stuff that was going on in the the Chiefs game with. Um, Dwayne, all the false starts. The, Dwayne, Dwayne, Johnson. Dwayne Johnson, yeah, with all the where he was stood on the offensive line and how he was going half a second before the commentator started talking about it and calling it out. You guarantee he won't get away with it next week. I, I mm. saw, I saw um, a tweet on there. I was actually they were saying watch the center. So I was trying to obviously switch between two, and it seemed as soon as center's arms started moving to pop the ball. Then Johnson moved. Yeah, he's he's like he's half a second. Yeah, oh, yeah. every every play, and also where yeah. he's lining up, you you're yeah. not allowed to stand where he is stood. Yeah, um, he's not stood on the offensive line. He might as well be a running back that's come up to <laughs> like be a be a blocker. It's um yeah, it's uh, it's ludicrous that he was able to get away with it. But because of the attention that it's got, it probably won't happen next week. Mm. And I hope that's mm. what happens with Source Gardner. Um, I like. For me, the, I think the crucial battle is going to be our O-line versus their D-line. If they yeah. can at least, you know, give give Josh a chance, I think that he will he will be okay. Josh, when given the time, is one of the best and most accurate quarterbacks in the league. Mm. When he's got pressure in his face... Um, the statistics last year would tell you that he was he was one of the top the, the five worst. Mm. Um, and unfortunately, our offensive line at times was a bit of a revolving door last year. Um, we need to give him the time to let our wide receivers and let the play develop. I've I've got massive questions over our offensive line, um, and I think that when you're you're going up against people like um, like Quinn and Williams who is a wrecking ball of a, of a tackle. That's going to be difficult. Their, their linebackers are, are excellent. Quincy Williams, CJ Mosley, they're just they're brilliant, brilliant players. If we get its own and look impressive, I think not only does that set us up and give us the confidence to push on from here for the rest of the season, um, but I think that that gives us a real like solid, solid building block to win the game. The other one that I'm really looking forward to seeing is how... Trey White, who I assume will be up against Garrett Wilson for most of the game, to see how we like what where Trey White is. Last mm-hmm. year, last year I don't think coming back from injury, I don't think we ever saw the best of, the best of him. Um, I'd be interested to know with a full preseason under his belt where he's at and he's going up against the off, last year's offensive rookie of the year. Some people tipping to potentially be offensive player of the year this year. That will be a hell of a test to see if it's yeah. it's Trey White or if it's Bedford up against him. How those guys do against one of mm. the the you know the, the spiciest wide receivers in the league at the moment. I think I think for me I think the, the battle our wide receivers versus their secondaries. I'm not I'm not hundred percent worried about the um, about the Jets secondary. They say and I, I know the quote that came out. I can't which Jets player said it. That they're going to emulate and be better than the '85 Bears. Oh fuck off! Um, <laughs> yeah. On defense, pride, pride comes before a fall, sir. So. I, I can't, I can't see. It. I mean, yeah, we obviously we've got Kincaid, who is going to be a moving chess piece. You've got James Cook, who can come out in the backfield and 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 catch. I mean, Sherfield's had a stellar preseason and training camp, and he's going to be that third wide receiver. And then you've got the likes of Harty and and Shakir, and even Davis has had a good season. And I can't remember who the other cornerback is for the Jets. DJ um, Reed. And you can't really. You, you're going to have. You're going to know Gardner's going to be on Diggs the whole pretty much the whole time, unless yeah. they move Diggs around into the slot and have yeah. Davis out there. The others, I just can't see them really living with with this offense that or this wide receiver core receiving core that that we're building that we've built i think i think that's where one, one year ago one year ago our slot receivers were isaiah mckenzie and jameson crowder 
Mm. They're now Trent Sherfield and Deontay Harty, and we've hopefully got uh, and Gabe Davis back. back yeah. Don Kincaid, and we've still got Dawson Knox. Yeah. And we've hopefully got Gabe Davis fully fit, and we still have Stephon <clears> Diggs. With, en- with enough time, yeah, and still with some decent two, two, three guys in the in the five, mm. six, or seven who could have been easy starters five or six years ago, even in the John Brown, Cole Beasley era. If Josh has enough time, he will be able to pick them apart. Yeah, there's no, there's barely a defense anywhere with that amount of talent that can that can stop them. It's a passing league. They, they're gonna, you know, they're going. He's gonna find get guys open. He's just got too many weapons, and what, we haven't the running game yet either. But I think that could be one of the things that I'm quite happy about is the fact that one of their one of the Jets' um, starting safeties is. Um, ex-retired Arsenal centre-back from the 90s, Tony Adams. Tony so Adams! Yeah, hey. he's here. That's, that's, that's handy. That's, uh, he, just like missed, to... he just missed the limelight. He's that's all it. about, you, can't, you never get over the yeah. crowd. Yeah, yeah. so he's, uh, he's, he's currently free safety for the Jets, which was a surprise. Hey, but, you know, right. it's, um, that's good I'm surprised the Jets fans haven't picked up on that and said... Hey, yeah, no, prison, gonna... prison, prison can rehabilitate. It really can. <laughs> yeah, <Yeah>. Absolutely. <laughs> he's, 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 everyone deserves a second chance. Yeah, you're right, mate. I just haven't picked it up and actually said that, oh, yeah, he went invincible with Arsenal. He's going to go invincible with the Jets. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) One thing I want to see is is that playbook, that offensive playbook opening. Now that we've got those additions on there and we can run more 22 packages, two one packages, one two packages, one ones three wide receivers or yeah. four wide receivers and all that. I I... Especially in the red zone as well. I oh, mean, you can God. Bring personnel with 20, 20 yards out, 20, 15 yards out, and you can bring on two tight ends and you can just, yeah. just compress compress the field. That I'd like to – I really, really, really hope – how many times did we say it last season? I really, really hope they've spent a ridiculous amount of time this off-season and this training camp working on their goal line offense mm. we were 31st in the nfl on goal line offense touchdown conversion last season which is ludicrous when you think our quarterback is josh allen how on earth yeah, yeah how on earth have we got to a stage where that was our record we like the amount of and i know we, we only lost three games by like less than seven points or whatever it was but there are games that we should have won convinc- a lot more convincingly and potentially won those games that we didn't win purely because our our goal line offense was so appallingly bad last year. We need to work out ways, whether that's in the running game, whether that's using Josh Allen more, whether it's Dalton Kincaid, whatever it may be, we need to work out what the fuck we're doing on the goal line because that is such a, a crucial um, statistic to make sure that close games we're coming away from those opportunities with seven points rather than three or none. It's yeah, um, yeah. it's so, so important when you've got a schedule that has as many tough games in it as ours, we can't afford to be going to places like the Chargers, the Eagles and having three goal line opportunities and coming away with nine points. Yeah. So, so let's get down to predictions. Obviously, one last thing um, that you want to say about the game and your score prediction. We all know Mark has got to go for a loss on this one. Yeah. So, Robin. Any so, about, I, and I, have, I have the tweet to prove it. I said when the schedule came out, my prediction was 35-21. I'm going to go back Ooh. on that a little bit. I'm going, I was. I don't know what happened. I was. I, I was excited because the schedule was come out, so I, I, I was filled with positivity. Um, I'm going to come down on that. I'm going to say 28, 21. Um, and I think, I think, I, I, I think we get a couple of running touchdowns. I think Latavius Murray barges one in. I think maybe Harris does as well. Okay, Mark. What we're we going to lose by? 27-23, Jets. Mm-hmm. Okay, close one. Close one. Oh, yeah, we're not losing by much. And um, and Matt Milano gets a couple of hits on uh, on um, Aaron Rodgers just to, yeah. just to start that injury, <laughs> like that hurt coming in. 
That's like, I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah. yeah. How good would it be if, like, in the first quarter, Matt Milano absolutely licks him and he's <laughs> and he's done for the year? Oh, yeah. be good, wouldn't it? Oh. Like proper, just a proper legal, just yeah. absolutely like smash it. Just and as he's letting the ball go as well. All just of that Jets expectation just goes. Yeah, and then your expectation and your prediction goes out the window as well. I'd take it. I'd be. I'd be. (laughs) (laughs) Never would I be more happy to be wrong. I was delighted last year when I got the the Rams game wrong, and I will be equally delighted this time around. (laughs) So, I mean, I'm going for a shootout. I'm going to go for another a close one myself, but I'm going. I'm going to go about thirty-one. 31-28-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-29-
That'd well, if he has a uh, yeah, if he has those kind of re receiving yards, yeah, he's got to be in the conversation. I think for that he would need to be more like the seven eight hundred yards, like type of, and more like seven or eight touchdowns. Yeah. Um, like Carl to Pitts of last year, in his yeah. in his season. Yeah, yeah, I, I think um, yeah, that's what he needs to be aiming for, and and better because he's got a, he's mm. got a much better quarterback. He's got a much better team around him than than Carpets had in in Atlanta at the time. He, if he's got the talent, you know, clearly the guy yeah. is excellent. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd love to see it. And if he if that is that's a bit of an X factor that we didn't have last year. Um, and mm. if we can get if we can get that going make sure that we we're feeding digs the ball more than we had we need to keep that guy happy um because a happy and firing digs is such a weapon um and if he's coming off this, if he's coming out of games again pissed off because he's only getting four targets in the second half um he's not the same player and we're not the same offense so we need to get that sorted. yeah so so monday night it's gonna yeah. be a nice out early one no going no going to bed before 4 30. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, if some people are staying up, <laughs> I'm, I'll be I'm watching not, that. I'm, one. I'm not, that's good, but it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a nice way to kick off the season, a nice long season. London game in literally four weeks' time. Four weeks, it's crazy, yes. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but it's it's all, all it's systems go now. We've got 18 weeks of regular season fun. Hopefully another yeah. three weeks, four weeks of, of pre postseason fun and then months and months of celebration once we actually lift that uh, that trophy. Moving oh. over optimistic. That's that's the most optimistic I will be this year. <laughs> We're gonna win right now. <laughs> but Obviously, keep following all of us on our on our socials. Follow the UK Bills, the UK underscore Bills, um, RWBB underscore Podcast at uh, on on X on Twitter, um, Buffalo Bills UK on Facebook. Does anyone call Facebook. it X? No, no one does. Does anyone call it that? Oh, come on, man! Only cucks call it X. It's Twitter. <laughs> Let's just say it's a piss mask off. Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, but. Follow us on all social media channels then. Let's play it that way. And for Robin, Mark, myself, Matt, we'll be back after. Well, when me and Robin predict, we go one and no. And yeah. Mark goes wrong. After the game. We'll, we'll yeah. be here after the game. To, I'll, I'll uh, happily, uh, happily be wrong. Do what happened. <laughs> from, from three of us, all we say is good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you for, for listening. And let's go Buffalo Bills. Go Bills. You don't know anything about work? You don't know anything about work? He's a cop? That's who we are. Bills on three. One, two, three. Bills.